Well, it's the biggest local story of the day. Our major tourist attraction has closed in the GTA today. Toronto Zoo. That's Simon and Garfunkel (laughs) in the background. I just, did they write songs about everything? Everything. That's incredible to me. This is honestly, Chris introduced me to this song before the show, and I thought, what the heck? Well, you know, no wonder why Carrie Fisher and uh, Paul Simon didn't last, because she clearly was way smarter than him. Oh, come on. You know what's great about Simon and Garfunkel and, the going, to the Tro- and going to the Toronto Zoo yeah. is you can both go to Scarborough Fair and sing the zoo song on the wow. way. So you got two songs there for your uh, Simon Garfunkel playlist on the way out to the zoo. Nice. Uh, but you're not going to be going to the zoo anytime soon. It's well, closed after uh, contract talks fail. Uh, staff went on strike as of midnight, and picketing has commenced. Uh, the signs are ridiculous. Cupy, we aren't lying. We <laughs> need job security. Cupy, I oughter be working Fair contract now. Oh, honey, so zoo funny. stuff. Uh, here's what the someone from the zoo union said about uh, who's going to take care of the animals. It means that our 5,000 plus animals that we have here are being cared by um, a, a few managers that aren't trained to do the work. Um, and uh, some of them used, used to be keepers, um, but they, uh, they haven't done that work in a long time. I ask you, what do beekeepers know about feeding lions? <laughs> They used to be zookeepers. Okay, listen, everybody <laughs> I can, you know, there's two sides of the story, but the reality is uh, right now the union's saying management is feeding, uh, you know, the the pets at the zoo and they don't really know what they're doing. Jennifer Tracy was on the morning show today with Matt and Sapria. I think she uh, is one of the spokespeople for the Toronto Zoo. Here's what she said. The animals will be very well taken care of today. The non-union staff that will be at the office today will be uh, caring for the animals. And those uh, staff include our vets, our wildlife care managers and supervisors, our, our nutritionists, our curators. We have a number of staff here who are highly qualified, many of which came out of the zookeeper ranks. So they will uh, be taking care of the animals today. There you go. So there's the other side of the story. I'm not too worried about no. the animals. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I would think that the people, the management, would have their, uh, their best interest at heart. And the fact that there's vets there, you know, <laughs> I know that they're not trained as I think a vet can feed they, a, I think that they've, an got, they've got a pretty good idea. And if something, goes, if something goes horribly wrong, then you've got exactly the right people there in charge right now. So. Hey, Chris, uh, when was the last time you went to the zoo? High school. Really? Yeah. I went in high school, and we trailed off of the path and followed the old monorail tracks up in, into the hills and woods. It Last time I went to the zoo, the monorail was running. Ooh. That's how long ago it was. And it's because it's like it's on the west end of the city, or the east, east end, rather. I don't go to the east end of the city. I stay on the west. Yeah, no. It I, seems I, so far it's away. It's far. like, are it's you going close. to the zoo? You might as well be going to Kingston. By the way, <laughs> wow, did you see the wreckage? From that 401 um, major accident mm-hmm. near Kingston. Honestly, I, I looked at the pictures, and this is really what came out of my mouth. Is that a car? Mm-hmm. Four know. people died. It, this What once looked like a car, it, it now looks like a burnt, crumpled piece of aluminum foil. It's awful.
it's just tragic mm-hmm. that yes. it's serious, serious accident. Not to bring you down, but oh my gosh, Thanks the pictures. Holy moly. Uh, stats can need to get their facts straight or get the intern off the Twitter site. Because I know a lot of interns and younger people are handling Twitter, but they don't know everything, despite the fact that they'd like to sell to you that they mm-hmm. know everything. Stats Canada tweeted out uh, yesterday, how do hashtag ocean say hi? Question mark. <laughs> They wave, emoticon of a wave. Ah. The Bay of Fundy, Nova Scotia, has the world's highest tide at 16.1 meters. Exclamation point. uh, Hashtag Mother Ocean Day. Okay. That seems okay, Mm -hmm. but it was accompanied by a photo of the Hopewell Rocks, which are not in Nova Scotia. They are in the Bay of Fundy, but they are in Hopewell Cape, New Brunswick. Ooh. Yeah, it's a bit of a problem. So I, There's been a, a couple of little things like that, like the map that showed up without Prince Edward Island attached to it. The, Eastern Canada is being a little neglected by a lot of people. They're not paying too much uh, attention to the distinction between those provinces. Yeah, well, you know what? They Tourism should all probably be one province. No, they're very different. Tourism mm-hmm. New Brunswick offered a rive response when they saw it. They said, we hate to be that province, but... Uh, there, there is Hopewell Rocks, New Brunswick. Uh, sorry, on the other side of the Bay of Fundy mm-hmm. is what they said. Yeah. I just think that, uh, honestly, given the fact that the rest of the country can't figure out the difference between these provinces, maybe, just maybe, they would think about getting together, doing their own thing, or doing, doing a, a whole amalgamation of, of the provinces. Newfoundland, Labrador, Prince Edward Island, New Brunswick, and Nova Scotia. You know, those are fighting words, Chris. Okay. Uh, spoken as a, as a true Torontonian who just thinks, you know, I, I, I live in Toronto. Why would I bother going out there to the east? But I don't, I, I just don't understand. I, I would imagine it would be economically in their best interest to join together. Listen, I went out east and I had a great time. We did Nova Scotia and Cape Breton. The mm-hmm. only downside of going out east, and you're, you're going to be, mine's blown in three, two, one. Uh, <laughs> The food sucks. The no. lobster's great. The lobster's fine. If you like um, the, uh, what are they called? Little critters that are horrible. Cockroaches of the sea. Ah, if you like on. those, it's okay. You can One lobster and you're done. I mean, you can, lobster fatigue already. I don't like to work that hard when I'm eating my meal. That's fine, right? But you try getting a salad. Mm-hmm. Anywhere on that island, even grocery stores. Good luck to you. <laughs> it's iceberg lettuce, uh, unripened tomato. It's, I mean, not great. I, I guess in Halifax you might be able to get some good cuisine, mm-hmm. but I, I found it dismal. By the way, speaking of, Canadians, they've they've come out with how much money we spend uh, an average month per person on food. How much do you think you spend in the grocery store each person on food, Chris? Each person? So I've got to divide it by person in my household? Yeah, you've only got two. There's so two uh, human beings uh, we expect, in the household. Okay, what do we need? Five minutes here for me to figure <laughs> out the math? He is in radio, folks. I have no idea. How I don't much know. do you think you spend? I I don't. I you know what? We don't actually. We're not the kind of family that has a spreadsheet and a budget. We spend what we spend, and at the end of the day, we seem to uh, come out on. Well, the, you need uh, plus a budget because you don't even. You do not even have a ballpark. See, every I go to the grocery store at least two to three a times a week. Because to save money for but, your future. But what? I go I to the grocery store about two to three times a week. I spend an average of 37 anywhere between 37 and four, and $75 every time I walk into the grocery store. I mean, that's just kind of where it is. So yeah, that's, a big, that's a big range. But according to experts, Canadians spend an average of around 200 bucks a month per person on food bought in stores. And your groceries should actually take about uh, 10 to 15% of your gross income a year. 
So if you make forty thousand a year, you sh- should spend between uh, four to six thousand on groceries, including, and I think this is where it's off the hook, uh, toiletries and drugstore items because those can get expensive, oh, yeah. especially if you're a woman. Especially you women, man. Do you know how much money I'd have if I wasn't married to a woman? There are there are, there are other <laughs> options out there, Chris. Go ahead, knock yourself out. No one's judging anymore. Hey, uh, Elon Musk is branching out again. Tesla will now branch out into roofing. Yeah, they're making solar tiles, and this was you can find them on their U.S. website, Tesla.com. It's it's a pretty neat design. I, I went on and just perused a little bit. Uh, it, it looks like a traditional roof, mm-hmm. only um, you replicate slate or terracotta tiles with these solar cells. Mm-hmm. And they are made of glass. So from the street, they don't look ugly. Well, that's the biggest problem with the the current. And sorry to everyone who's put those big panels on their roof. They look ugly. But somehow when I drive by, I admire you. I do. I think you're a much better person than I. You're smarter, sure. especially with the cost of hydro. Uh, t- Tesla says that the typical owner, homeowner can expect to spend about twenty one eighty five per square foot of a Tesla solar roof. But you think about it, it's going to pay off. Uh, especially uh, now with the cost of electricity yeah. in no time. Part of the reason why we're paying so much in hydro is because of the bad green energy uh, plan that the liberals put in place, paying too many people extra money for putting panels on their roofs. Uh, Steve Harvey, please, 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 SNL, tell me you're going to mock him this weekend as you normally do. Okay, welcome to Celebrity Family Feud. Y'all like this too? It's the first suit made by Hennessy. Yeah, they usually make fine cognacs, but thought that they give clothing a trap. Yeah, it's got a little pocket for a little fire bouncer. <laughs> That's Keenan Thompson from SNL. I love it when he does celebrity uh, Black Jeopardy and he plays uh, Steve Harvey. Uh, he is basically, he wrote it, he's... He sent a memo to his staff that's interesting, and it surfaced on a Chicago media blog yesterday. Okay, it says, good morning, everyone. Welcome back. I'd like you all to review and adhere to the following notes and rules for season five of my talk show. There will be no meetings in my dressing room. No stopping by or popping in. No one. Do not come to my dressing room unless invited. Do not open my dressing room door. Sounds like something funny is going on in there. <laughs> if you open my door, expect to be removed. My security team will stop everyone from standing at my door who have the intent to see or speak to me. What, what is he, Bill Cosby? <laughs> I want all the ambushing to stop now. That includes TV staff. You must schedule an appointment. I have been taken advantage of by my lenient policy in the past. This ends now. No more. Do not approach me while I'm in the makeup chair unless I ask to speak with you directly. Either knock or use the doorbell. How big is a dressing room? I'm uh, seeking more free time for me throughout the day. Do not wait in the hallway to speak to me. I hate being ambushed. Please make an appointment. I promise you I will not entertain you in the hallway and do not attempt to walk with me. (laughs) If you're reading this, yes, I mean you. Everyone, do not take offense, how could you, to the new way of doing business. It's for the good of my personal life and enjoyment. Thank you all. Steve Harvey. (laughs) Unbelievable. Anyhow, I want SNL to mock that relentlessly. I thought he was a nice guy. And speaking of the weekend... It is uh, the weekend is Mother's Day. And of course, we spend a lot. Canadians spend more celebrating Mother's Day than Father's Day. So we told you about the KFC uh, book that they're putting out, the novella as a little gift. And of course, there's a cheesy ad that accompanies that. Uh, But you have to have a listen to this. You cannot unsee Skittles ad. It is a Mother's Day ad. 
And I, I will talk about what's going on while you hear it. Have a listen. Lemon. Uh-huh. The mother sitting beside her son on the couch. She's eating Skittles. Orange. Uh-huh. Oh, mother. Pull I back love eating Skittles every time you eat Skittles. To a big umbilical cord joining them. I love them. you eating Skittles every time I eat Skittles. <laughs> <It's> <sighs> a- I miss dad. Cut the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> Happy yeah. Mother's Day. It's hideous. You can't unsee it. This umbilical cord is so gross. And I like, honestly, I don't know if I'm completely freaked out by it in a good way or a bad way, but I thought I would share it because it's not great to be, you know, feeling this way alone. Uh, Now you have to see it. Yeah, you have to see 